Watch podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension educator. For today's Beef Watch podcast, we're going to discuss an article from the August issue of the Beef Watch newsletter titled, Why is Larkspur Dangerous for Cattle and How to Manage It? To discuss this topic, I'm joined today by one of the co-authors, Dr. Mitch Stevenson, who's a range management specialist based at the Panhandle Research and Extension Center. Thanks for joining me today. Yeah, thanks, Aaron. Dr. Stevenson, I got quite a number of questions this spring, as I'm sure you did as well. Just because of the weather pattern we had this spring, I think we saw a much greater number of larkspur plants showing up in pastures and rangeland, uh, causing concern. I haven't heard of much in terms of actual cattle loss, but definitely something that got people's attention this year. Talk through with us just a little bit about why larkspur is dangerous, and then how should producers think about strategies for managing it with cattle? Yeah, yeah. And, and and we got a lot of those calls up here too. Several folks brought in plants wondering what this, uh, you know, white or purple flower plant was and, and, and some knew what it was and were just, were just trying to hold off putting their cattle out or wanting to know what kind of, what they could spray on other things like that. So yeah, Nevin Lawrence, who's our weed specialist up here. And I, uh, we just had so many questions about it over, over the summer. So we put together this little article to help people kind of think through some of their options that they have. But, you know, now it's probably a little bit past the time of, of some of those management. But as we think about it going into the next year and other times, uh, you know, how, how to be on the lookout for this species and what it can do to cattle, uh, especially. And so larkspurs, uh, they are a toxic plant. They have a, they have an alkaloid in there that can be quite lethal to cattle, uh, and it doesn't take a whole lot of consumption. Uh, so some of the some of the records show that that uh, you know as little as about 0.5 percent of body weight might be all that it takes uh, for it to be lethal to cattle. Um, so the larkspurs tend to be much more palatable in the spring. Uh, so so we're talking like late April when, when that's probably when they're really small. But but so you probably think more in the lines of May and June when they're when they're just growing. That's that tends to be when when they they they're more palatable to cattle. They also they they are the more lethal in terms of their alkaloids that are there. So once they reach that maturity point, though, once after about seed set, they they tend to be a little less susceptible to poisoning after that. Part of that's probably just palatability issues. Cattle aren't going to be grazing them quite as much, so there's less risk later in the summer. And so when we think about uh, some of our management, if they do have a lot in a pasture, uh, and you can rotate out of that pasture, not go into that pasture until later in the summer. Uh, that's a management strategy that, that could be a viable option uh, to, to, to limit uh, some of the grazing that might be happening on Larkspur. Um, sheep have been have been shown to be less susceptible to poison. You know, I still think that there there can be some problems there, but but they actually recommend using sheep uh, to go out before and to graze on the larkspur uh, as a as a management uh, tool as well, uh, because because they'll graze it, so the cattle won't, and then the the risk of them getting poisoned so much less that that you typically don't have as much much to worry about. There's actually some research going on in in eastern Wyoming right now. Uh, or over the last few years that has, has been trying to to look at that a little bit more using uh, targeted grazing with sheep as a tool to limit some of that larkspur 
uh, challenge with cattle. So, so if you're managing with timing of grazing, managing it uh, with targeted grazing with sheep or goats is the potential. Uh, you know, if you are thinking about herbicide, there's a number of options that are out there, and several that are labeled for uh, herbicide or uh, for application or tar- target uh, larkspur control. And so, uh, picloram and uh, metsulfuron methyl are the two ones that are available that have it listed. Uh, and that's uh, usually sold under the trade name Tordon or Escort uh, as, as, as two of the herbicides that have been shown to control Larkspur pretty well. So timing of herbicide application uh, is, is important in this as well. And so uh, using the recommended amounts, uh, rates, and the times that for these different products is, is, uh, is recommended. The vegetative growth phase is typically the best stage to to hit it with herbicide. So earlier in the growing season, you're going to have uh, more opportunity than after it's reached uh, seeds or flowering and seed set. Essentially, when we think about herbicides on native rangelands, now our larkspurs are native species, and so so they do have value. They're supposed to be in our plant communities here, and so so when we think about that, it's it. I, I oftentimes just want to think about spot spring or small scale spring. In maybe some of the most most thick areas, because you know a lot of these a lot of these herbicides aren't just particular to larkspur or some of the species we want to get rid of. They'll take out a lot of the forb species that are out there, and so just being mindful of that and 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 thinking through that is in in a herbicide management protocol, I think is valuable. So yeah, that's that's a little bit about larkspur and some of the ideas or thoughts to to help manage it or control it if you see a lot of it in your pastures. I know also at the University of Wyoming, there's some work being done with some producers who are using some more high intensity, short duration grazing on some pastures with larkspur. And the the thought process there was we're going to put a lot of cattle in a small area for a short period of time. We know some larkspur is present. Uh, so the cattle will probably all get a little bit of it, but not enough that it would be toxic to them. And so that's really a totally different approach, right? I think uh, knowing cattle are going to graze it, but just not get very much uh, than what we often think about. And there also appears to be in the data, just some, how I would say, weather type circumstances where at times uh, weather conditions seem to trigger an event as well. Have you seen some of that data? What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I, you know, I think if that's the main species they see out there, or if it's a green species, a palatable species, and and there may not be enough grass or other species out there, then then that's probably a risk, and that's a grazing management tool is is how much grass do you have, how much other plants do you have out there, you know, to limit their their selecting for it, and you might just have the cattle as well that that just get a taste for it, you know, they get a little bit, they start liking it, it becomes familiar to them, and they start keying in on it, and so that could also be a problem but but yeah that's really interesting about about the grazing and and thinking it uh, a little bit different way of uh of trying to to kind of limit any one cow grazing a whole bunch of those well for more information on the topic that was discussed in today's beef watch podcast you can find this article in the august issue of the beef watch newsletter again the title of the article why larkspur is dangerous for cattle and how to manage it